Good morning, truth. We live in a time when people are just popping off on one another. Pay close attention to the news. Someone gets shot because someone else pulled into their driveway by mistake. Another gets shot because someone made a mistake and was getting in the wrong car. Then there are others that feel the need to degrade those whose opinions and lifestyles and beliefs differ from theirs. But none of this should surprise those of us who know and believe the word of God. Because in 2 Timothy 3, the scripture tells us, people will become lovers of themselves. Lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. So expect this life to be just as it is. And expect that you will be betrayed by someone. You will be a victim of greed at some point. You will deal with folks who are out of control at some point, unholy, selfish, and even ungrateful. Why? Because the Bible is true. And since we know that as believers, none of this should surprise us. So how are we as believers supposed to deal with all of this foolishness and deal with such people? The world tells us that if someone disrespects you, disrespect them back. If they cuss you, cuss them back. And don't let anyone take anything from you or disrespect you. That is the mantra of the world in which we live. Pay evil for evil. Disrespect for disrespect. And you're caught up in the moment of someone taking advantage of you, disrespecting you. Those things seem like appropriate responses. But let me tell you how responding to those situations by the rules of the world is not only disrespectful to God. It is a clear indication that you have no clue to your own worth. See, because we are professed children of God, we are royalty. And I'm not just saying that to be biblical or spiritual or, or holy. Understand that our position as royalty deters us or should deter us from rolling in the mud with commoners. Again, I don't proclaim that we are royalty just to be spiritual. If you believe in God, in all that who he is, then you have to believe that he is king of kings, 
And if you profess to be his child, it's no different being God's child spiritually than it is being your parents' child naturally. And if God is the king of kings and you proclaim that he is the father, embrace your royalty. What commoners don't know is that because of your relationship and your kinship to God, you have access to bless or curse them without any intent, muscle, or effort of your own. What are you talking about, Pastor? In Genesis 12, God tells Abraham to leave his country and and to go away from his kinfolk. In other words, distance yourself from the ways and the mindsets of common folk. And then God goes on to let him know, if you follow my lead, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. That's Paul's right there. When God says, I will bless you, don't get tripped up in your feelings so much. And that instant gratification that comes when someone cusses you and you cuss them back, don't get caught up in that. Because when God says, I will bless you, trust me, it's far greater then that little pride and that little self-gratification that you'll receive from a clapback. God then tells Abraham, and you shall be a blessing. You see what I'm saying? See, common folk don't understand that because you are a child of God, not only will God bless you, He'll make you a blessing to others. God goes on to tell Abraham, and I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And because we know God has no respect a person, he has no favorites, we know that the same covenant that he made to Abraham is extended to us. David's prayer in Psalms 41 gives us a little more insight into the realistic aspect of what we will face and how we should face it. Now this is a prayer. Listen to David's words. First and foremost, I understand why God referred to David as a man after his own heart because David always came before God humbled, completely humbled. David began to pray to God and the first thing out of his mouth was, Oh Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me for I have sinned against you. In other words, David says, Lord, before I start telling you about what I'm dealing with, I have to ask you for your grace and your healing. Because I know I'm dysfunctional. I know I got some issues. 
David lets God know, I am not arrogant enough to even think that I'm perfect. David is saying, in other words, let me be honest with you. The God who knows everything anyway. I'm just going to be blatantly honest. I have sinned against you. What humility to come before God so humbled. How humble are you when you come before God in prayer? Before you start asking God to address the issue that you're bringing to him. to Before you ask God for what you want. How humble are you? When you humble yourself, your response from God is a little bit different. And David understood that. But then David goes on to say in his prayer, My enemies say of me and malice when he will die and his name will perish. David and his enemies hated him so badly that they mocked him and they wished him dead and forgotten. Not just dead and forgotten. David's prayer continues as he says, And when one comes to see me, he utters empty words. In other words, they come to see him and he know they blowing smoke. Y'all know how that is. They telling you nothing but lies and what they think you want to hear. David says, while his heart gathers iniquity, you know they have no good intentions towards you. And when he goes out, he tells it abroad. In other words, he goes and tells people how he stood in my presence blowing smoke and lying to me because of his iniquity against me. David's prayer goes on to say, All who hate me whisper together about me, and they imagine the worst for me. They say a deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. In other words, because they see David going through some stuff right now, they counted him out. You know, when your enemies, those who are jealous against you and have no good intentions and they see you, you know, the one who professes to be the child of God going through some stuff, they start to look at you, "Mm -hmm, where's your God now? They start counting you out. David says, even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up that I may repay them. The repaying them David is referring to is not a vengeance. See, what David knows is that if God raises him up, it will be a testament to who He is as God. And when God raises him up, it will give 
others reasons to believe and seek God. Make sure that you don't respond with a mindset and a heart for vengeance against those who have vengeance against you. Because you want to remain always in proper alignment with who God is. David's prayer goes on and says, By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me. But you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. David acknowledges that God lifts those who walk in integrity, who honor him first, who walk obedient to his will despite the ways of the world, despite their enemies, despite the tricks and manipulations of Satan. David says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. This morning I want to close by telling you, don't be so quick to pop off. Responding to situations and gossip and so forth like common folk. Hold your head high and conduct yourself like royalty because your father is the king of kings. Your father is the Lord of lords. And everything you do, everything you utter, reflects on him. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. Makes no difference what you're going through. You're gonna make it. God's gonna see you through. Hold your head up, put a smile on your face This is another test, it won't last always So get ready, get ready for your blessing For your blessing, get ready, get ready For your miracle, for your miracle Get ready, get ready for your blessing For your blessing, get ready, get ready For your miracle, for your miracle God's got a blessing
somebody say that with me. God's got a blessing. God's got a blessing. If you really believe it, God's got a blessing. God's got a blessing. Come on. God's got a blessing. Blessing. God's got a blessing. God's got a blessing. With your name. 